welcome to RNG PC, formerly known as Character Development, for a total of one episode. A Dungeons & Dragons podcast unlike any other D&D podcast. There's no long, drawn-out campaign here. We're creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. We're all about storytelling and the role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. Hey, Nathan. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, you know, not too bad. Just uh, secluded away in uh, safety and social distancing and plenty of time to deep dive into the, all these different character backgrounds we're going to be uh, fleshing out here today. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm looking forward to uh, later on this weekend watching, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the D word, but Disney's Onward, because <laughs> that looks very D&D-esque. It does. So uh, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, no, it looks uh, it looks like they're just hopping on the bandwagon of all those other you know types of fairy tale. I mean, I guess they, they, they were one of the first people to make fairy tale type big things like that but yes no it is looks like yeah they, they, they took a fun spin personally my favorite thing about it and why i was on board immediately was the unicorns that are the like raccoons yeah. of the world <laughs> i am i'm here for yes. that and that's awesome <laughs> yeah i'm very excited yeah should be should be all fun. right anyway yeah let's dive right into it shall we all right yeah what did you bring because uh, you're building the character this week um what did i you, am i am what did you bring to the table so I got really attracted to the background of Hermit. Oh, okay. Um, of, it's very fitting. interesting. Yes. Yeah, it is, right? <laughs> right now, we're all kind of forced to be hermits. Yep. But um, one of the things that attracted me to it the most is that um, anyone who's ever played D&D before, um, I feel like, knows that it's very easy to be violent in the game. Oh, yeah. And that's almost like the easy way out. Like anyone who's like, I guess, like a well-versed uh, Dungeons and Dragons player refers to that, those kinds of players as murder hobos. Sure. Like you can't give me what I want, so I'm going to kill you. Yeah. That's just the it's the easy way to get out of uh, problems. Yeah. No, I was say, well, yeah, because in in D and D, you know, I mean, we're here to escape things, and so there's, the consequences aren't aren't as dire. You can't actually just you know punch someone or stab them in the real world. So why not do that in Dungeons and Dragons? Exactly, exactly. And when you're adventuring, you're fighting things more times than you're not. People are opposing yeah. your goals, so yeah. it's like, get angry and stab them. Yep. You can't do that yep. in Walmart. Well, certain Walmarts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, depending on where you are. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that attracted me to um, to Hermit, and then I was trying to figure out what else I wanted to attach to that, um, and then what else I wanted us to randomize. Sure. And um, I, I think that a, a hermit that is a monk uh, is appealing to me um, because, I mean, even in the real world, monks can typically be, I mean, not typically, they literally do a vow of silence, right? Uh, depending on the religion, I would, I would imagine, yeah, there is yeah. some form of, of that. They're, they're usually a little bit more passive. But D&D, the monks are actually, they have, sure, you, you can definitely go that way with it, but they, they, they can be a bit brutal, too. They can, they can. However, the archetype that I have also chosen is the Way of Tranquility. Are you familiar with that? Uh, no. Why don't you go into that a little bit more? So the Way of Tranquility is the very first sentence here on my the D&D wiki is, Monks of the Way of Tranquility see violence as a last resort. Okay. They use diplomacy, mercy, and understanding to resolve conflicts. However... If pushed, they are capable warriors that can bring an end to an unjust or cruel folk 
who refuse to listen to reason. Okay, so it's, it's, so, little, so it's passive at first, but if provoked and pushed, they'll kick your ass. <laughs> yes, yes, they'll punch you, hit you with sticks, all that good stuff. <laughs> all the good monk stuff. Um, yes, all the good monk stuff. This specific archetype, if we were min-maxing it and playing it in, in combat, uh, seems to be more of a healer of a group. They oh. come with you know knowing how to do healing hands and all that kind of stuff, so that seems to be their goal. Or purpose in a party. Um, but we'll see how much that affects us from a role-playing aspect as, as we move forward. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's really interesting. I didn't even know monks had uh, healing capabilities like that. I'm not, I, I have not played a monk myself, and I'm not well-versed. I mean, the extent of my knowledge is basically uh, Marisha's character and Critical Role, critical role uh, of Bo. And there definitely is no healing. That comes out of uh, out of <laughs> bow if if anyone's familiar with that. So yeah, no, that's awesome, and I think that uh, that opens up some interesting backstory elements of like you know why w- what is that, and uh, that's where we're going to figure out. Yeah, um, everything we're going to be rolling on today, we're going to be rolling on the background of Hermit because I see okay. that there are a lot of options um, as far as the f- like the feature of the character, um, personality trait, and all that stuff is all going to be under the background of Hermit okay. today. What is what is feature? When you when you say feature, what is that kind of referring to? So, in, in the specifics to the Hermit, the feature is, what was your reason for isolation, and what oh. changed to allow you to end your solitude? Okay. So, I've got eight options here um, that all kind of break down um, why my I was secluded in my life. Yeah. And potentially even why I'm deciding to break the conclusion or seclusion. So nice. Okay, yeah. So uh, I'm not going to read all eight unless yeah, you yeah. think I should. Would you like no, me to read them? No, no, no. no. Well, the only one that's going to matter okay. is the one we're going to end up going with. So why try and why exactly, accidentally exactly. get attached to to one that you might fall in love with if you can't even be with it? So let's just go go yeah, go ahead yeah. and uh, if you want to start with that one, it sounds like a a, a good uh, place to start. Yes, that will be where we're starting. I will roll my d8, and let's see why I am secluded. <laughs> All right, I rolled a... Looks like I rolled a five, five, which is I needed a quiet place to work on my art, literature, music, or manifesto. Oh, okay. So this Interesting. Character, yeah, so this character is a bit creative in, in at least some aspect. So still, yes. still, still with that monk-type background. Uh, okay, cool. So... That is good to know. Um, do you want to kind of delve into that a little bit, or do you want to go into the other ones and try and figure out how maybe those will help us inform each one of those, how they relate? Yeah, I think it's a little early to see, to like full-blown delve into it, sure. but I think it's interesting because um, anyone, I feel like anyone who might be listening who is a D&D player would be like, well, this person should be a bard. Why is it going to be a yeah. monk? And I'm asking myself that same question, <laughs> so I am excited to... Figure out how I can take this first uh, feature and turn that, flip it into be a monk. Right yeah. now, what I'm kind of thinking is um, the literature aspect of it, or maybe even the manifesto aspect of it. Maybe I decided I wanted to try to write something that was going to bring a greater peace or something like that to the world. Sure. Um, but we'll see. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, guess we'll see. I, I definitely I understand exactly where you're coming from, where it's like, cool, I have this whole idea of what this should be. Oh, fuck, it's not lining up how I wanted it. And that's that's the fun of D&D. Yeah, not... So that's exactly uh, what <laughs> yes. we're doing here. Okay, then uh, what's, uh, what's the next that's thing? That's what we're here, yeah. What's the next thing you're going to be rolling The out? next thing we are going to figure out is my uh, character's personality trait. Okay. And this um, is... Which I think will play into the life or the feature. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so this, this also is being rolled on from Hermit, correct? Yes, everything is under Hermit. All right, great. And this is also, I've got eight options, so I'll be rolling another D8. And seeing what we come up with. Here we go. I rolled a three. So my personality trait is the leader of my community had something wise to say on every topic, and I'm eager to share that wisdom. Ooh, so you're a teacher's pet. Which is awesome. (laughs) Yes. And I think that is sweet because that kind of lines up with my thought of the manifesto. So that's yeah. kind of an easy out for me. <laughs> okay. So, so um, what, that, that backs up my first idea. Yeah. So what you're saying is kind of there is this manifesto of some sort that now from this personality trait came down from someone that inspired you or that you worked with or kind of brought you together. And so you wanted to, in your own way, take their learning and knowledge and put it out there. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Great. Great. All right, so now we're going to dive into my ideals, um, which would be like, uh, these are pretty easy. I won't read the explanation of each of these, but there's six of them, just to give you an idea of what the ideal is. Um, Greater good, logic, free thinking, power, live and let live, and then self-knowledge. Okay. So 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 essentially, go ahead. I was going to say, so it looks like these kind of are more along the lines for the alignment of like what the, the overall yes. goal of this character might be, whether it's something ranging from good to evil, neutral, chaotic, something like that. Yes, yeah, and that is when I uh, read the the, um, the descriptions of each at the end, in parentheses it says whether it's good, okay. lawful, chaotic, evil. Perfect. So yeah, that is kind of what this is. So this will drive the alignment pretty strongly, I would imagine. It'll, it'll be hard to go against this yeah. later on down the road, right? All right, well then, let's uh, let's see how you're going to get uh, aligned here. Uh, so I rolled a six, which is self-knowledge. If you know yourself, there's nothing left to know, which has an Ugh. any alignment. Ugh. So the alignment is still open. Ugh. Well, yeah, and that's, <laughs> that is such a, like, I don't know. <laughs> that, that seems, like, I guess that kind of fits with the teacher's pet, right? Like, now I'm kind of just getting this idea of this character that just kind of thinks they're better than everyone. I don't know, and this 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 is just yeah, how, a little I'm, pretentious. Yeah, how how I'm kind of reading it. They're like, oh, like, and this seems like such a Confucius cookie fortune cookie type thing to say, right? If you if, if you know yourself, then there's nothing left to know. So seek your inner truth, yeah. and it's just like, okay, okay, calm down. <laughs> but all right, cool. So it looks like those are still lining up, and yeah, no, I mean that is kind of fun that you can still decide, you know, later. Because I mean. Obviously, with what you're kind of already setting up here, it looks like it's feeling more good-based, right? Um, yeah. But that's, you know, that, that can still change. I mean, we, we can completely go with the manifesto and all of this stuff, and their their reason for, you know, want, not wanting to get into this could still all be evil. Like, they could still definitely, in some yeah. way, shape, or form, have some underlying... I mean, I think it would maybe be like a lawful evil, but I, I definitely think it could still have some negative repercussions. 
Yeah, definitely. And as always, like one of the great things about D&D is if, if you um, decide to take this character into a campaign or a world, none of this is concrete, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm 28 years old and I'm not the same person I was when I was 21. Exactly. You know, yeah. so just because you start one way doesn't mean you got to finish that way. Exactly. And that's, and that's kind of the, the fun of just building this backstory right now is, okay, where, where are they going to start? And then, you know, what is their, their destination? It's not about that destination. It's about the journey. <laughs> Yes. Okay. In so. D&D, it is definitely all about the journey. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's, uh, what's next? What's the next thing we're gonna, you're going to be rolling on? The next thing we're going to roll on is my character's bond, uh, um, which, okay. again, there are six options of those. So okay. I'll be rolling a D6 to figure out the bond of my hermit. Okay. And I rolled a four, which is I entered seclusion because I loved someone I could not have. Ooh. 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 So again, I'm heartbroken. Yeah, this, but this, again, I mean, if we want to try and tie all of these together, it seems like maybe that mentor was more than just a mentor. Yeah. Um, and right. maybe I was trying to create this manifesto to impress upon her my knowledge and the things that she taught me, or yeah. he taught me, whatever the yeah. case may be. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's but. the thing too is that this this monk could be a female as well. Right, they 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 could be a female, and maybe the person was a male or female female relationship or male. Like it could be anything. I mean, in Dungeons and Dragons, I mean, it's, yeah, and especially depending on how you want to play that character, it it really doesn't matter <laughs> what what their overall uh, I don't know sexual identity is, but it definitely is something that helps inform character choices, and I think it's fun, and I don't think it's something that you should shy away from. I think it's something that's it's fun to uh, embrace and kind of explore what you can do with that yeah definitely definitely um all right so finally the big one that can throw a rock into all of this <laughs> is uh my character's flaw oh, these are always which would be interesting let's yeah. see some of these uh are pretty good there's six of them again so i'm going to roll my d6 and i rolled a two so I harbor dark, bloodthirsty thoughts that my isolation and meditation failed to quell. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So, so, this, oh man. Uh, I, see, and this is where it's like, I don't think that throws a wrench in any of it. I think it, it, it explains 100% why he, this character decided to take this, this path of tranquility. Because when, he, when, when they snap... They snap, <laughs> like yeah, like they they snap hard. So like they'll 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 straight up kill someone. <laughs> like yeah. If, so yeah, go ahead. I, I I just think I was gonna say I think I have an idea as to why I'm so dark and bloodthirsty. And my thought process is, you know, um, I entered seclusion because I loved someone I could not have. Did I lose that person to someone else? Am I just super jealous? Sure. Is that my dark and bloodthirsty thoughts? Just really, if this person wasn't around, I could have the person I love kind of thing. Okay. So you kind of harbor that hatred towards that individual or something like that. Yeah. that That's interesting. Um, and that that could be fun to play with as well because then when you snap, like any time you know, that, that aggression comes out, you see that person as the one you're fighting, right? Or as the, as the person yes. you're, you're going against. Um, the other thing I was going to potentially say is not only maybe did you lose them to somebody else, what if they potentially, they themselves died, 
right? Or maybe you, you in some way, your, your bloodthirsty thoughts or something led to their demise or them, them dying. So now you don't trust that in yourself, right? So it's mm. like, ooh, so I yeah. was, you know, we were doing something and we were trying to spread the word or whatever. And I got a little drunk in a bar fight like I usually do. And then they got killed. And now I blame myself. And so I secluded away, wanted to write this manifesto that was our teachings and trainings. And I'll never fight again because of blah, 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 blah type bullshit. Yeah. Um, that could be an interesting way mm. to look at it too. But I mean, I think as of right now that we at least have some directions to potentially go. Um, but we still have a few, uh, other things we want to try and figure out, right? Yes, yeah. Um, we, we might not necessarily be rolling on these things, but we definitely yeah. do still have things we need to discuss. Yes, 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 um, yes. So the the one thing that wasn't, um, uh, you know, nail on the head as I thought it was going to be is my ideal. I was left with, you know, if you know yourself, there's nothing left to know, oh, which true. has an any alignment. So... The alignment we can try and figure out uh, just organically. Yeah. Um, you know, there's. I feel like there's a lot of arrows pointing in. Uh, maybe potentially. I don't know. I feel like the flaw th- makes you want to throw yourself into an evil character, but I'm trying to fight against that. Sure. Well. Well. Um, see, I, I don't think it necessarily needs to throw you into an an evil character. Um, what I would say though is it kind of feels chaotic, right? You can make that more chaotic because especially yes. since they, the evil comes, uh, at least how I look at it and everyone can look at this differently, but when looking at the good versus evil part of alignment, I, I generally try and take that to, okay, the actions that they would like to have happen, how do those generally affect the well-being of everyone around them? And what this seems like is yeah. when they say, I harbor dark, bloodthirsty thoughts that my isolation and meditation fail to quell, that to me says they acknowledge that their lust for this type of stuff is bad. So that, in, 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 in a way of recognition, means that they could be good, right? It could be good because they know they're trying to, to hold that down, trying to hamper that back. But they struggle. Yes. With it. So that doesn't mean it necessarily needs to be evil. You could you could play it that way of evil, right? But they're but like, I, I think it's okay to say, well, no, they're good because they're trying to control that evil part in them. I think the, that this could maybe be a little bit more chaotic, right? Because again, they they can be on this line of you know having a good day, having whatever happen, blah blah. But then one little thing can just make them snap, and they're like, damn it, damn it, yes. I, and like, and so that. That's a little chaotic, right? <laughs> In that, like, at any moment, they, they could just be this firecracker that goes off. Um, yes. And, and I think the, what's <laughs> difficult with your flaw and ideal is they kind of, that you were picking up on here, is that they're very opposite, right? Um, mm-hmm. But maybe the ideal is what they're trying to find, right? Is, is, is the, the, they're trying to find themselves um, to hopefully... Yeah, and I feel like... You know, and again, I, I kind of like the idea of this character who, you know, I harbor these dark, bloodthirsty th- feelings so I, I can potentially be put into situations that make me snap. And then I come out of it and I'm like, you know what, man? I knew that was in me and now you know that was in me. So, like, I, there's, no, there's no there's no surprise from my end. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like kind of, I feel like you can still be violently pretentious. <laughs> yes. Violently pretentious is a fun, is a fun way to play a character. Um Yes. Okay, then I guess I'll I'll try and ask you then some questions to kind of help flesh this out. So let's go back. Uh, 
we, we kind of figured out the feature, right? The quiet place to work on art or literature. It's, it's going to be the manifesto, right? It's going to be their learnings and what, what they kind of want to put out there in the way of yes. uh, this tranquility type monk. So I'm assuming their, their manifesto is about pacificity, yes? And, and trying to be more at peace and, and, and some form of calm. And that plays into this idea. Definitely. Right, so if you well, if you know yourself, there's nothing left to know. I mean, that even itself could be your manifesto mm-hmm. about. It's very Buddhist, very like this <laughs> idea of finding your inner self. So then, the the question yes. I'll, I'll put out to you here is, in personality traits, as the leader of my community, what is that community? What were these people? Who who was this group that they were a part of? What what, what do you think would be a fun aspect of that? Like come up, like what what do you think you could come up with? for this this group is it more religious is it just kind of a group of followers that was more of a cult type thing you know because you can have peaceful cults they're not as much fun but you can have <laughs> um, yeah have some like what, what do you think could could be in that because that i think will help us not only go into alignment but also the race right like what what were these groups of people what did they do where did they go who did they interact with yeah um as you know a lot of the things of I'm trying to challenge myself, right? Uh, that's always sure. what I'm trying to do when, when we do this is go against what I... My first instinct is I want to be my last. Um, so I want to say they're a religious group, but that's just the monk class pulling me in that direction. Okay. Well, well um, I kind of like the idea of them being a cult because okay. that can be... like, Is it a Charles Manson cult? Like what, sure. what kind of cult well, are they? And I just feel like that that has a lot to play with. What, what, what I can kind of... Uh, again, I don't have a bunch of uh, to pull from as far as like monk like experience here, but I know you. Uh, I'm going to go back to the little <laughs> bit I do, <laughs> which is again from Critical Role. Um, in that, her monk background and her organization that is like this is actually not a religious one and or a cult like one. It is actually like more like a university. It is called the the Cobalt Soul, and it is this type of independent organization that has libraries and learned academies in all these different major cities that they're kind of seen as like just, uh, uh, I think, like a lawfully neutral type that just is about keeping order and peace. Not necessarily, I mean, they're violent, but they're about the, the, the greater good and trying to keep, like, yeah. everything informed. It's kind of seen as, like, a spy network. So you don't don't feel okay. like, it, I mean, if, if you want it to go in one of those two directions of religious or cult, you can. But, like, also, if you want it to be, I mean, just a, a get real meta with it. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a group of people that are playing our, our, uh, uh, role-playing games within the role-playing game. And so they're, they're, their whole thing about being pacifist <laughs> is they take their anger out in the role-playing game in the world. Like it could be anything. So don't, don't feel like yeah, it has to yeah. go one of those directions, but I, I like that you're trying to push uh, against your initial reaction. Right. So like if your initial yes. reaction is a religious thing, okay, what's the opposite of that? What is the the flip of that? Maybe they're anti-religious and that's their religion. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Um, almost so, like the first thing that popped into my head when you brought up the the critical role monk is like a dead poet society kind of thing. Ooh, Ooh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, just like maybe like a group, like a group of people who just had a common interest, and maybe that common interest was just creating the ultimate peaceful uh, manifesto. Sure. So, so they're kind of like philosophers and, then, in in in, in yeah, more like, of a, yeah, in more of a way with it, and like. <laughs> to, to kind of play up this this pretentious, violently pretentious background, um, you know the ideal of if you know yourself, there's nothing left to know. Are they just like a group of slam poetry guys? 
or people that would just yes. go around <laughs> to a bunch of different places and there'd be the snaps yeah, and in the background. They don't shower very often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all have dreads. They all have I got to write that down in the look section. They all have dreads. <laughs> okay. So, this so character has dreads. <laughs> um, okay. So then uh, so they're, they're, I'm assuming kind of a roaming or are they kind of like a roaming nomad group? Do they have an or like where does who is this leader of this group, right? Because that that's going to be uh, an ally or or somebody that will affect greatly this this character we're creating, this hermit. Um what 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 made them want to start this? And, and what drew... Because, I mean, again, this could still, in, in a way, we can pull from real-life examples, right? Like the Manson-type you know, cults. We don't have to go into the murder, mind-control, weird elements of it. But people were drawn yeah. to, to, to Charlie Manson because of certain reasons and certain things about his characteristic. What, what is this character in, in this world? What, what, what are they doing? What, what Drugs. Drugs. Okay, so we're doing D and D drugs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can. We can. No, um, no, I don't. And that, that that idea doesn't attract me. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the kind of people that can get power over individuals are they just happen. They're just really good at finding the weakness in people. Uh, I feel like so. I feel okay. like my character had like I don't know. I feel like the person who started this cult is obviously someone who just wants to feel powerful and important, so they've got a bunch of their own issues, um, and they found a bunch of people who don't feel powerful and important, and they're like, hey, man, as long as you know yourself, you know, don't worry about anything else. But And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know why someone else would have started this uh, hippie cult that I'm a part of. Well, well, this uh, uh, I think peaceful I, manifesto. I think what we can kind of look into here is right. We want to make sure we're not losing track of the class of monk, right? So, are all of these people monks? Like, are they training in the way of fighting? Because that is the thing too: is monks they, they need to have at some point been exposed to you know this this type of uh, uh, of training, despite seeing you know violence as a last resort. I mean, even like karate, right? In in the real world, when you go to karate, you're the the main goal behind all of it is not to fight somebody else it's to be able to defend yourself if you have to but it's not mm-hmm. like you're not supposed to go out and fight people i mean what was the uh what was that movie that came out when we were in high school that was all about the the, the fucking the, the kickboxing never back down never back down yes <laughs> in that movie his <laughs> his mentor and leader in that teaches him all that stuff but then gets pissed when he actually is going out and using it right so like that yeah. that could kind of be what this is too, right? Like, so in, in what way, like this person that started this, are they training everyone kind of like that character did uh, in Never Back Down, where it's like, sure, I'll teach you how to fight and kick the shit out of somebody, but you better not use it. Um, like, is is that what this group is? Is that what they founded on? Or and then what? Like, does that make sense? Is this this what I'm, the question? I'm yeah, asking? yeah, I get what you're saying, and I think maybe like so to to. Answer the question, it's like, why do these monks know how to fight? Like, yes, why are they yes. good at hand-to-hand combat? Um, maybe they were trying to bring peace into places that are just inherently not peaceful, like going into, you know, biker bars, which would be like, I don't know, in D&D world, barbarian bars, and being like, you know, you guys don't have to arm wrestle and punch each <laughs> other every time someone disagrees. And then they're like, what'd you say? And they try to kick their asses, you know? Sure, um, sure. So maybe they just always, they were just always putting themselves in danger to try to spread this peaceful message that they're all trying to 
work on together. Okay. Well, I would say maybe the cause and effect is flipped there, right? Maybe is it, is it maybe more fun that they start off as super pacifist, but then just keep getting their asses kicked to the point where they're like, okay, we got to... We got to learn something. <laughs> we have to, in some way, yeah. shape, or form, be able to at least defend ourselves. Um, yeah. From from all of this, right? So, like, is that is is that kind of where 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 it came from then? And like, maybe again, this leader, like, and it, the whole thing too is they don't all have to be monks in this group, right? They could just be pacifists and have this message. And maybe through our individual characters, hermit, you know, when they left or when something happens, right? Because it seems like there's going to be. There's going to be moments in this character's backstory of one major moment that drove them to join this group that is trying to promote pacifism. And then after that, there's another major moment that drives them to be a hermit. And so then once they become a hermit, they're in that, and then that's where they are for a time being. And then there's another moment that makes them come out of this hermitude, which is hermitude. I don't know if that's whatever. That's what we're calling it now. And um, (laughs) then... Now they're going on this D&D adventure. Now they're with the group, and now they're doing stuff, and they have a goal there. So those, I think, are the three major moments. Um, And so at any one of those moments, this this character could get that monk training, right? Maybe they show up to this group already knowing all of this fighting. Maybe something before all of that. Maybe they're brought in as the muscle, right? Maybe they're brought in, and they're just traveling with this group of people, and then they're so influenced by this that they decide to be more peaceful in it, right? And that's when they go, then go into this hermitude to try and write this manifesto and not want to fight anymore. Kind of like, uh, uh, are you familiar with uh, Old Man Logan, the comic that was not before the movie Logan? I'm familiar with it enough in the sense that um, I have your copy on my bookshelf and have never read it. Yeah, well, you should. I gave it to you for <laughs> you a reason, me. and I would like it back. At some I know. Point. So, but but in that, his whole thing, and they don't really do this in the film, but it's a really cool part of the the comic is that he he swears off ever popping his claws, so his claws will never never come out again. You know, it's not going to be a thing. So that could be the thing for this character as well, right? Like maybe they were really violent. They joined this group. And then they have something happen where they decide, no, I'm going to be pacifist from now on. And they're not going to, whatever they're, quote unquote, popping their claws is, um, not be violent anymore. But then as they're drawn out through whatever, they, they find they, they, they have to. And it's, you know, required of them. But they struggle with it because they don't want to give in to, now we're tying into the flaw here, the, har- the darkness that they harbor and their bloodthirsty thoughts and blah, blah, whatever. Right? So, like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It, it, you don't, don't. Don't feel like you're, you're, you're pigeonholed into having this monkery <laughs> uh, have to be from this group. I just thought, you know, maybe they are all monks or maybe they're not. Like, what, 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 is, what, what are you feeling on that? What, what, do, you, what do you think? Um, I think that, um, you know, the, just, because, just from what I know about monk and the way it plays in combat in D&D, which I know is not what we're, our goal is here, sure. but they are very, like, they've got a move called, like, Flurry of Blows, and they have other specialty abilities are all about their hands. So maybe this specific character just, you know, wasn't good with a sword, wasn't good with a shield, you know, couldn't move well in heavy armor. So maybe this character in this group, best mode of self-defense was just always their hands. Okay. And that's how they kind of become classified as this monk okay so so that's my thought on it okay i like that so you're saying the the group as a whole each kind of found what they were best with each kind of found a way to defend themselves so before this whatever whatever happened for this character before this they didn't have this training but through being with this this group of 
people with dreads that are trying to pass, uh, help pacifies or bring peace to as many places as possible. They each kind of in their own ramshackle kind of way uh, found a way to defend themselves. And for this character, they just were best with their fists because then this kind of feeds in nicely to that flaw though, right? Because maybe they're better with their fists because they didn't, they needed to feel that they needed to actually connect with something make that physical connection yes yeah. yes and it's kind of scary right maybe and and again this could now lead into that that moment that makes them become a hermit maybe there was just one fight where they just went too far and in front of the rest of the group they kill like three or four people and the rest of the group is just yeah. like what the fuck dude like you're that's mm-hmm. whoa and like that could lead to that then right like so the rest of them Sure, maybe some of them are fighters or, you know, wizards or whatever else in the, in the class. Or maybe they're all just, like, peasants that have a sword. Like, <laughs> that that could be a thing. Yeah. And because even with this, like, at, when we're going to be meeting this character, at a first-level monk, it's not a bunch. They're just good at fighting, right? They just know how to punch yeah. and do things. And then maybe through trying to understand that a little bit more and, and, and see where that, that comes from, it could just be natural to them or it's through this whatever adventure we want to have moving forward that they get better at fighting. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, I think that could work. So, yeah, me too. So let's answer some of these questions then that we still have to figure out. Sure. Um, so for, for alignment, based on a lot of the things that we have fleshed out so far, um, I want to say that they are chaotic, but I don't know if they're neutral or good. And the reason why I choose chaotic is because of the the feelings that they're harboring that could potentially snap out at any moment. Sure. You know, like beating someone's ass is an inherently evil act, but, you know, that's yeah. not always what they're going to be doing. Well, and, and sometimes, too, you so know. So I'm just curious it, what your opinion. I, I think, so you're saying you're, you're leaning towards chaotic, but you're not sure if they should be. Well, and this is where, again, my, my thought process here behind it is their overall goal. Because you, you can kick someone's ass for a good reason, and you could still be good because, yeah, I, you, because you kicked someone's ass, right? I mean, you know, and, and yeah. of course, we're also talking through Dungeons and Dragons here. Um, but, like, chaotic good, I think, makes sense because their overall goal is to still spread passivity, right? And depending, That's right, yeah. Uh, depending on how you want to, like, I, I think what we could kind of do is try and define those moments a little bit more, right? Those three different moments that I kind of brought up of why did they join this group? Why did they leave this group? And then why are they out uh, now adventuring in the world? Um, I think if we... Maybe maybe this person doesn't feel like they're worthy of it, right? So they left the group to try and seclude themselves away because they thought they were too dangerous and they didn't deserve it, right? And so through yeah. all of this, that's why they're trying to... to uh, quell their bloodthirsty thoughts but the isolation doesn't help with that or 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 something right so that that to me inherently says again good i I think it means okay they're trying to get over this but they're struggling with it um Uh uh-huh so yeah that's i think chaotic good works yeah uh, so i like chaotic good as well and i also do like so here's here's what I'm thinking. I might be jumping ahead a little bit because I've got a, I've got a motivation in my mind, okay. which in my opinion um, is one of the it, that, that that has to be the most concrete thing I believe in your character, especially if you're going to play a really long campaign. Because and the reason why I say that, at least for me personally, is that my first D and D character that I created, I kind of like I'm, I 
RP'd him into a corner. I, d I didn't have a solid motivation. I didn't know what the character wanted. So every episode or every session that we had, I just didn't know how to interact with anyone else. I didn't know sure. what was driving my character. So for me personally, I have to create a solid motivation as to what I want to accomplish. Like if my character reaches an end goal and I stop playing that character, what is that? Um, so that's the most important part to me. And I think that my character, I like a lot of the things that you brought up. So I think that I joined this, like this group, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Maybe after I take like, you know, the local philosophy class and I, and I get asked all of these just, you know, profound questions that make me want to become this pacifist. And I also like that I leave the group, whether it's on, whether it's willingly or I'm forced out, I think both are powerful yeah. because I beat someone up really bad. I, I took something a little too far, and even the group was like, dude, like, are you sure you're a pacifist? Like, are you sure you want to be peaceful? Because that was messed up. <laughs> so I leave, and I go into my seclusion, and then I think the reason why I leave my seclusion is because maybe I finished or almost finished my manifesto, but I feel like a major hypocrite writing this massive thing about peace when the last thing I ever did in society was ultra violent. So I leave my seclusion to prove to myself that I can live by the words that I have written. And then and that's maybe my overall challenge. I'm always trying to not be in combat. I'm always trying to talk my group out of being into combat. Um, and that's kind of my character's just driving goal is to prove that the words that I've written aren't just a belief, but something that I, I can act on. Okay, so with this manifesto then that you have written, are you trying to spread it as well? And and so just to go back to, I think it's the personality trait, right? Um, no, it was the yeah. I, I think I'd be trying to spread it. Okay, well yeah, because I'm I'm just I'm trying to look at share their wisdom. Oh yeah, I guess there's no, nothing necessarily that says that you're trying to to spread it in itself. Maybe I mean it, it could just be something you keep close to the chest, right? Because the the feature. Is uh, I need a quiet place to work on this. That totally makes sense, and it totally works. You went off to write this manifesto of peace, and so now you're trying to go out to prove to yourself, right? So, like, their end goal. Uh, what what is a, a physical representation of that end goal? Is it that they get accepted back into this group? Is it that they, uh, I don't know, stop a war from happening or save somebody's life? Like, I mean, or or, or, or is it just? they want to constantly be living by this, right? They've written this code and now they want to see if it's something that can actually work and be lived by. Like, are, are they trying to follow yeah. in the footsteps of uh, this, this other person that ran this group? Um, yeah, I would say that maybe I am trying to, to follow in the footsteps of the group, but maybe trying to somehow do it uh, better. Maybe I think that I can improve upon my last group, and that's what keeps me stuck in this adventuring group that I'm eventually going to meet. Okay. Um, and maybe my overall goal is to teach all of them my pacifism, sure. <laughs> if that's a word. Well, so Because, well, I mean, every... Uh, no, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is that, like, I, wanna, I don't want to say every group, but, I mean, like, a, a well-fleshed-out group has, like the violent bar barbarian who's a tank and damage dealer and like all these kinds of things. So I feel like the motivation to stay in one group for a long period of time is that you're not going to leave until you convert them in some way, shape or form to your passive, passive, uh, way of life. Sure. And what I was going to say is what could be fun with this 
is we keep trying to think of, you know, how we want to call it with our path, pathicism, path, ugh, whatever, path, pathicism, path, pathicism, whatever it is, whatever I'm, <laughs> we're trying to think of right here. What I'm saying is what could be fun with this. When we kind of talked about, you know, oh, like he's like a, they're like a philosopher of some sort and they're, they're trying to, you know, Ooh, they have all these big thoughts, right? And their their ideal is, you know, you uh, if you know yourself, there's nothing left to know. What is the name of this teaching? What is the name of this way of living? What is the like, you know, like Buddhism is the practice of the Buddhist relief, uh, uh, beliefs, and you know, it's almost like a religion, but it could also be just a philosophy, right? Like Darwinism isn't a religion, yeah. but it's a philosophy in that, you know. Uh, um, there, there's natural selection is, is part of that. So what, like, you could come up with a name for it. Right, and maybe it is just yeah. a, a written down personification of this from the other group, or maybe they took it and they tried to improve upon it to make it better. Because clearly, what the group was doing failed because this person killed somebody. Right? They they see themselves yeah. as the failure from that group. So now they are trying to improve upon the teachings from that group. Right? It could be either one. It could be yeah. they just wrote it all down and they're trying to live by it themselves and this manifesto is just for them or maybe they're like you know what fuck that group that group kicked me out and all of this because i i killed somebody but i killed somebody because they weren't helping me quell that enough in myself and i'm going to be better at that and i'm going to go out and quell other people's that's how i'm going to do it um does that make yes. sense yes yeah what, so what i just thought of an idea that i'm going to run with cool um and i'm going to call it patricia's peaceful manifesto Oh, come on. Make the third one a P. Pretty straightforward. No. It's got... Yeah. Well, yeah. So. I want, I want P. Oh, yeah. P. So it should be more. <laughs> yeah. I want more alliteration as well. You're correct. Um, Patricia's Peaceful Pages. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> and I know that you, it's probably, as well as anyone listening, it's probably like, who the hell's Patricia? Um, and <laughs> the reason why I chose a female name for that is because I don't think my character is a female, mostly okay. because that I don't I don't want to um, delve into that yet. I don't want to disconnect myself so much sure. from who I actually am um, yet. Um, but so I think that the person that I love that I can't have was the leader of this group, okay. and her name was Patricia. And I'm going to, and I'm trying in a sense to impress her uh, by writing the manifesto that would be. Um, this this book to prove okay. to her that I've learned from her and that I'm no longer, you know, gonna murder people on accident or on purpose. Yeah. So so she was the leader of this group and she set it up and now you essentially took her teachings and wrote it down. Um, yeah. Nice. I like that. Um, yeah. So is it is it that you're trying to like again now with this end goal right and the the motivation they have of tr- proving that they can live by these ideals is it the end goal to get back with patricia and that group then i would think that would be a a good goal to have um and even if in the sense of a campaign because i i don't know i'm thinking maybe too big picture here but i like the idea of him joining this adventuring group with this manifesto and trying to prove that these teachings can actually apply to real world and then getting back to his group and then maybe something, uh, or getting back to the old group, and then maybe something, you know, pulled the wool out from his eyes, and he now sees that his group's full of shit. Like, sure. And he's let, and now he just, like, he meets his goal, 
of rejoining the group. They accept him, but he spends like a day or two at them. He's like, you know what? I don't think you guys really buy into this, and I can't. I can't be here anymore. Do you- In which case, then you make up a new goal, but. <laughs> okay, so but but you're thinking that's long term. You're thinking that's at, like through the campaign he discovers that potentially. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I was say because that could even be you know why he's alone and by himself now is that he did go back to them and they you know didn't have it. But as far as that goal goes, I mean, because the way we're talking about this group, um, do you want to you want to come up with a name for the the group Patricia's group uh, of some sort, whether it's like a I don't know. Patricia's pals, <laughs> or, or or something like that. Um, but whatever the group is, we, let's, we, let's let that fester for a second. Um, it sounds like they would, and this is again just something I'm throwing out there. Maybe they never wanted to write this down, right? Like maybe the, the, their whole thing was like, no, it's not about spreading. You know, like we we have to spread it through ourselves being there. Or something. Maybe they're opposed to it, right? Maybe they don't like that he wrote it down, or maybe they're fine with it. And maybe yeah. it's like, oh wow, yeah, that's cool. But like that, that could just be another divide between the two of them. But um, either way, they sound like a group that isn't going to always be in one spot, right? That they're going to constantly be moving and going to these different places. So I think this character sees this new group that we're going that he's going to meet as an opportunity to. Well, I just need to get out there. I don't know where they are, and I want to find them, and I want to show them that you know I'm I'm growing, and I've grown, and I'm a better person, and I can do that one through my own actions, but also showing that I can you know calm down this barbarian as well as this you know bloodthirsty uh, uh, fighter. Like you know, I can show them that no, 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 look, look, I I, I helped these people as well, so I can definitely mm-hmm. like so it's it's about proving himself. Um, yeah. So, which by the way, wor- word of warning to anyone that picks up this character, because I can tell you right now. That uh, Jake has played this character, maybe not exactly like this, but he plays pacifist characters before, mm-hmm. and your party is going to hate you for yep. a very long time. That is true, but uh, that's okay. Sidebar: the first the first <laughs> character I, I I played with with Nathan here in a campaign was was a cleric like this to an extent, to the point where after we killed goblins, he was saving their lives. <laughs> he, he was the, yes. The, the goblins we killed, I was sparing the dying on them to the point where the rogue in our group started cutting heads off, and I was like, whoa. Whoa! You need to yep. calm down. Why are you doing this? Um, and, but and me as the barbarian fun. supported the decapitating. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, because again, like you were saying at the very beginning, and what kind of drove you to this this character, right? Is like this is a fun role playing challenge because within like a Dungeons and Dragons group, the whole thing is you have to kind of improvise and come up with reasons why your character has their goals and has the things they want and why they're doing it with this group. And that is the, the fun of it. And I think you're, this is definitely, this isn't your typical path, pacifist type thing, right? It's not for religion. It's not for, oh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, it's a little bit of spreading the good word, but like, especially with the monk twist to it, um, I, I think it's a little different. And especially trying to prove, you know, Oh, to get back into this group that are all these like kind of hippie-based uh, people that Patricia runs. Um, I think that's cool. I think it's fun, and especially since the flaw they have, you know, is that this bloodthirsty thoughts. <laughs> so it's definitely still there. They can still yeah. snap. And I think what what would be fun to our play role play and and, and have uh, happen in the cause and effect type scenario is how do they respond after they do snap? after they do go crazy again. Like, because it, it almost seems like, I mean, right, the last time this happened for them, they went into almost like a fit of depression, right? They, they became a hermit. Yeah. They, they left and went off to write this whole thing. 
you can't do that again, right? It can't be that again. So it needs to be what is their response to that? And I, and I don't think that means, oh, I can never fight and I can't do that because I don't want to get into it. For me, and I think what is, again, one of the fun things about role-playing games is address that. Address the scary thing. Do the scary thing yeah. and figure out in the moment, okay, what, what feels right? Because there's no right yes. or wrong answer. <laughs> Whatever you decide to do, like yeah. in life, is, is all you can do. So, yeah, I think, that's, I think yep. this is fun. All right. Cool. So let's finish this up so we can play this character. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think all we have left is choosing a race. Uh, sure. I can do. I can be a little more creative and. Um, yeah. Um, did you just uh, describe did, their looks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say also with this group. I think like, kind of giving Patricia a race as well, right? And 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 the, and, and this group and, and kind of fleshing them out maybe a little bit more. Um, I think you can do that. Like, they could be a mix of races. It doesn't have to be one particular thing unless you think for some reason. Like, I mean, that could be the whole thing, too, is, right, you get groups like this that are all about one specific thing and they're all very passionate about it, but then there's, like, one thing that they're weirdly very conservative against, (laughs) right? And so it could be, oh, yeah, this is just a group of half-elves that fucking hate dwarves. (laughs) Like, you know, and that, or it it could, like, no no one's 100% one thing. (laughs) So... I don't know. That, yeah. That's just uh, my my thought or something. You know, they they could not necessarily be racist, but they could have one thing that they're just like, mm, yeah, we're cool with everything except that. That's not okay. Yeah, and I think that's something that the if someone were to pick this up um, themselves and the DM could decide. I sure. don't feel at least for my role playing aspects, I don't think I need to know that information right now. Okay. You yeah, know that works too. Um, but however, I don't know if you noticed on our on our document, I did name the group uh, Pat's Poetic Pacifists. I like it. I like it. A lot of P's. So a lot of P's happening. Yeah, we're loving the alliteration, loving the P today. Yep. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I'm not attracted to any race. I'm cool with just like let's see. There's a one, two, three, four, five, eight race listed here. Listed here. I'm cool on just like rolling for it. Well, what do you think? Like, because for me, the race is gonna. Di- for me, the race is gonna dictate um, my voice. I think that's all it's gonna change for me personally. Well, but but then I'll challenge you though. Let's instead of rolling on this, and okay. just deciding the voice. What do you think makes the most sense with all? Well, and then one thing we haven't hit on yet that is a, a classic D and D thing, and I'm fine that we haven't yet, but we we can kind of do this with race. Race is determined at birth. Race is determined, I mean, not always. There's some spells and things you can change that. But, like, what do you think, why do you think they joined Pat's poetic pacifist in the first place? Why do you, what, what made him want to do this? You said it was, like, a local philosophy class type thing. Or, like, maybe he was just walking down the street and Patricia was, you know, talking and giving this sermon of some sort, kind of in, like, a Jesus-esque way, right, where they're just talking to the people and he was drawn into it. Like, where was he? What was this place that he came across yeah. this in? And, like, what what do you think feels the most like this character? Uh, to me, it feels the most like um, either a human or a half anything. Because I feel like the the th- because like I, like I said earlier and touched on briefly, I feel like the people that are easily influenced by someone who just has a lot to say are maybe people who have like insecurities within themselves. So I feel like if you're a half elf elf or a half orc or a half ling you never feel like you are fully accepted anywhere else because mm-hmm. you're half of something else that is already a whole okay you know okay. um so maybe they're a half of some sort and this group made them feel for the first time that they were part of something whole 
Okay, I like that. So, what is their their parentage then? Do they know them? Do they not know them? Are they are their parents mixed, or are their parents just you know two of the half things themselves? And I mean, this is the one thing too is we haven't done the actual stats yet. If we want to look at that, you know, maybe rolling those again might help flesh that out. Uh, if you would like to do that, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's do that. Let's. I want to roll some dice. So let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Um, we alternated last time again, correct. correct. You want to do that again? Sure. You go first. All right. Awesome. So 4d6, correct? Yes, 4d6 and get rid of the lowest one. And, uh, what are we starting with? Do you want All to right. start at the top or do you just want to do random? Because we don't have to start right with strength. Uh, let's start at the bottom. Okay. Just like Drake. <laughs> All right. Charisma coming up. 4d6. Oh my God. Did you roll 16. Well? Jeez. No, I rolled high. That's what I said. You rolled. We've well. been crushing. Um, yeah. So yeah. All right. So Chris was a sixteen. You roll wisdom. All right. Here we go. Wisdom. Oh, fucking six, six, and a five. <laughs> so twelve, seventeen, <laughs> seventeen wisdom. All right. So next is intelligence. All right. Seventeen wisdom. Intelligence. Here we go. I was rolling earlier and I rolled a crappy one. I rolled like a seven earlier. This would be this would be a good one to be crappy. Okay, this isn't bad. Um, eight, nine, it's eleven. Eleven. Okay, so just above just above average. Okay, so Constitution. Let's see. Wow, I need to stop rolling sixes. Jesus. Uh, (laughs) sixteen for Constitution. Oh man. all right, let's check. And I'm sure everyone who's listening to us is like, why the hell are they so upset about high rolls? Because we're not trying to make a min-maxed combat character. <laughs> we want to have uh, something low. Yeah, well, because I, I often <laughs> find that the the thing they're bad at helps define the character a little bit. Oh. Right? Dude, the, so Dex is only a six. A, oh, my God. This makes okay. So just just again going into like everything here. This isn't gonna make any sense for a monk. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right so strength is one? final. Okay. Yep. Okay, this is bad. Um, eight got an eight for strength. Nice, dude. So maybe I was born into like a family of circus owners, and I couldn't be the trapeze artist they always wanted me to be. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I left, and the Pat's poetic pacifist taught me that, you know, as long as I know who I am on the inside, I don't have to be a master trapeze artist. Um, yeah, that is definitely, <laughs> definitely a possibility. Um, the one thing I would say is, again, if we want to switch this, you, you, I'm just saying, you decided that you wanted to roll this top to bottom, or bottom to top instead of top to bottom, right? So... Yeah. If we wanted to flip these numbers just so that we would have rolled strength from the very beginning, um, it, just, look, just look at what that potentially could do. It could give us uh, an 8 charisma and a 6 wisdom, which would just mean that they're not very wise and they're not uh, familiar, like good with the world around them. And it would just it, it would give us a little bit of a different spin on it, right? So we would have the strength of 16... 
a dex of 17, and they would have a con of 11, an intelligence of 16, which would mean, again, very book smart, very, you know, in, in tune with everything, or, 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 or able to pick things up, and it would kind of make sense of why they're writing a manifesto. And then a wisdom of 6, which would just mean they're not good at reading the situation, not good at understanding the people and the world around them. They're not very people smart. They're very book smart. And then a charisma of 8 mm-hmm. would just mean they don't under... Like, people are kind of drawn pushed away from them and they don't understand like you know when someone's charismatic they're the got a bright smile and you can totally like walk up to them and they're approachable and they can that's probably what patricia's very good at so it makes sense maybe why he was drawn to it because he's not very charismatic i'm just saying i think if we flip all of those we might have potentially a little bit more interesting of a character yeah i'm looking at him um but if Let you, me see. If you really want it to be like almost kind of a completely physically inept character, <laughs> um, that would make sense. Just know going into, I mean, and again, we're not trying to min-max here, but dex and strength are very important when it comes to uh, a monk, <laughs> as well as <laughs> a monk. It, it would, it would. Well, and I mean, I guess that's where it's like their wisdom modified. Oh, let me see. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I like no, wis- so I like wisdom is a little bit more of what they go into. Go ahead. So I I like the idea of my my just the first idea that popped into my head is the thing that I the hole inside myself was that I couldn't <laughs> you know, I couldn't be the trapeze artist that my parents always wanted me to be. Sure. Um but I also do like the idea of me having this manifesto that I don't let anyone else read. Because it's ineligible or, or in, 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 inlegible is the word I was looking for. Okay. Um, like with a with a low wisdom and charisma. Um, I mean, he's not stupid. He still has a sixteen intelligence. So maybe uh, I think my well, brain's going the wrong way. No, no, no. I was no, thinking no, no. maybe like the words are misspelled and shit. Sure. Well, <laughs> well, what I was gonna say is, I, 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 it could still just be written in his own language, right? So maybe that's the reason. Like his his intelligence could be you know super high, and so that it's it's written in, in in like code almost that just makes sense to him, but nobody else can can understand. Um, but when actually kind of looking through the monk um, build again, uh, I I think I was wrong. I think wisdom is actually the one you would like to actually have be your highest okay. type thing because it, that that's what affects your key uh, save or your yeah your key save. Um, which is just the the one thing that goes into like fr- flurry of blows, stunning strike, and stuff like that. It's your proficiency plus your wisdom. Okay. So so that's not it's not wrong. It's it actually would not be completely awful for uh, him to be a wisdom charisma based character. Um, it would be a little weird. I'm trying to think now when they attack. Unarmored movement. Yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with that. Um, and again, this. Is, oh, here it is. Uh, deflect missiles. That's a dex. I think dex and wisdom are the two that you want to be a little bit higher. Um, okay. But again, we're we're not trying to go with that. As long as it makes sense, story background. Uh, that's yeah. that's what we're trying to go here. So if you like the idea that he was physically inept, not able to be a part of this trapeze traveling circus type thing because he was super weak and just clumsy as all shit. <laughs> um, I do. Then yeah. Then so he does the opposite of what most kids wanted to do growing up, and instead of running away to join the circus, runs away from a circus. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Gives, I feel like a lot of people in D&D 
or I shouldn't even say, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but I feel like myself when I create characters to actually play, they've always got. The, uh, it's easy to go dark, right? And sure. I just want, at least in this moment, I like the lightheartedness. Like if you tell someone, like, so dude, like, why'd you like? Why don't you have a family? It's like, oh, because I can't. I'm not a good trapeze artist, and it's like, so. It's like, but it's like devastating to me, and I just think that's kind of humorous. Do, do you think he would be <laughs> open about that? Do you think he tells people about that, or do you think that he he tries to forget everything before? Patricia as poetic pacifist, or pacifist. Oh, I definitely poetic. think when you join a when you join a cult, you uh, you try to forget your old self and recreate yourself. So yeah, I don't think that would be something he'd openly tell people. Sure. Um, so like even maybe when yeah. uh, again, I, I'm just trying to help like figure out what like to in conversation and decisions here. When somebody like if someone ever asks, oh yeah, so what, do you have a family? What, what is your family like? Like does he just refer back to Patricia and that group, and he doesn't yes. think of anything before that? I w- yeah, I would say so. Okay, cool. So, used to be uh, from a family of trapeze artists. What were they? Were they, I mean, a part of me is like, you know what, gnome and or halfling trapeze artists <laughs> would be, Yeah, I don't know, kind of fun. <laughs> I, think they're a, I, I, I think they're a halfling. halfling? I like, I'm just attracted okay. to halfling right now. Yeah. Out of context, that's uh, an interesting thing to, to, to get a little sound bite of. <laughs> I'm just attracted to halfling right now. I'm just a half. Yep, I'm just attracted to halflings right I'm now. I'm sure there's a fetish name for that, and that's fine because we're not going to kink shame here. That's right. That's right. Okay. Andy's an accepting game. Okay. Cool. So, what else do you want to flesh out for their looks? Okay. So for, for the looks, like I've already established, they absolutely 100% have dreads. Okay. Um. And then I want to say for facial hair, they have a soul patch and only a soul patch. Okay. Um, that's what they're called, right? I forget. Just right under the mouth. Uh, I prefer bottom lip. A I, bit. I prefer a flavor saver, but yes, yeah, soul patch is also. I knew acceptable. you were going to say that. Well, I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> um, I also think that they wear glasses with no lenses, just the frames. Why? Because that's. Just, dude, it just makes you look like you have this level of intelligence about you from afar. It's like, that person wears glasses. They're smart. It's true. <laughs> don't, don't question me. Um, <laughs> so we've got dreads, a soul patch, uh, lensless frames on, for glasses. Um, so it's completely the kind of clothes they wear. Just the, they, they do it for yes. looks. Okay. I like it. C- correct. Um, the clothes that they wear are definitely, um, I don't want to call them ragged, but they're not form fitting. Um, the pants almost turn into like a bell bottom kind of pant. They're very flowy. So are these kind of more like robes? Um, yeah. I mean, they, I would say they fit like robes, but it's, they, it's, there's definitely a separation of like a t-shirt and pants. Um, you know, they're, but they're just, everything's just very loose. Maybe... Like, his, the collar on the shirt is sometimes just, like, big enough to fall down over the shoulder a little bit. Just, like... like again, I don't want to refer, refer to them as rags, so he's not going to sure. look homeless. But he's just going to look, like, breezy. Well, he's very homely, right? He's he, he's somebody that's been a hermit for how long? I mean, how long have they been, you know? Um, oh, true, true. Oh, damn. So maybe his clothes fit him at one point, but now they've become just baggy, like he lost a bunch of weight. Okay. Um... So I'm going to just describe him as baggy clothes. He's wearing baggy clothes um, with, with like, bell-bottom-esque kind of pants. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, and then his shoes definitely have holes in them Okay. on the bottom. 
holes in the shoes. Does that make them too homeless? Because I'm trying to avoid the homeless look. But well, I mean, it I kind mean, of is. And again, it's it's more of a of a of a hermit type look. It's, it's this idea of that he doesn't go out a bunch, so he's kind of lost touch with the overall his his he he's lost touch with his look. He's lost touch with the idea that other people will care what he looks like because he doesn't. You know, he's yeah. he's been at home, and I mean. If you even want to go in and be like, okay, he's been at home for like five years. You know, he's been working on this for five years and has not left. And has just been like secluded away working on all of these things after he accidentally killed someone. And the thing that I think also kind of is funny now with the idea of him accidentally killing someone is when looking into how monks attack, um, they actually use their dex modifier to attack instead of strength when going to punch. So the idea that he accidentally killed someone kind of makes sense because he would never be any good at attacking. <laughs> because <laughs> because he has essentially... Did I Anakin Skywalker someone? Did I murder a child? <laughs> I mean, it, that would probably be who he would most likely be able to actually beat the shit out of as a kid. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, because he would have a negative of four to any of his attacks. Ooh, Damn. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, well, here, let, um, me, let me look at Halfling. What does Halfling give us? But go ahead. Keep I going. mean, it doesn't get us much. I already looked at it. Um, increases your charisma. Well, it's different kind of Halflings. Well, your dex goes well, up by two. Okay. So that goes up to, a an, to an eight, then, which is good. Better. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, if you wanted to look into... I mean, we don't have to go into these sub-races. We can let that be for... if, if uh, Somebody wants to pick this up and run with it and, and, and kind of add stuff in. Or yeah. even, even with these stats, right, guys? Like, you can do whatever you want with these. These numbers are just, we're trying to help. Like, like that's how we ended up with this idea that he's, you know, from a trapeze artist type thing. Because it was like, oh, he's not very strong yes. or dexterous. Like, that's what he's constantly Yeah. yeah. So, that, th- these can be whatever for whatever you guys want. We're just doing it from a story standpoint. Um, so, we don't have to go into these sub-races unless you think there's anything in there that helps a little bit with this overall backstory, Nate. Um... Nah. Nope, I don't think so. Okay. All right, cool. Well, then, uh, yeah. So, and and maybe that's... that's so kind then... Of, I was just going to say, like, already kind of looking at this, the backstory here, right? We have these divides where we were talking about his family, right? He has the trapeze artist that never really accepted him because he was clumsy and not all of this, and so he got accepted by uh, Pat's poetic pacifist. So to him, his he was taught that... His clumsiness and weakness and all of all around physical lackings was okay, and he, and and to love himself yeah. for that and be okay with all of that. But what could be fun to play with here is if now maybe after he flips and realizes that this pacifist idea is all kind of bullshit, or that in itself that like what he was striving for, like that they're actually the ones that are wrong. He could revert back to wanting to prove himself in a physical way. In a, in a more like yeah. you know what I I can get better at this because there are are things you can do within D and D to improve your overall stats right and so maybe then that becomes his secondary goal at some point is he's like you know what I'm just going to train and learn and like I miss my family I miss this and I want I I I can get better at this especially if he you know kind of fell backwards into this whole thing of being a monk so he kind of leans into the idea of, well, now I'm going to get better at being this monk. I'm going to be more dexterous. I'm going yeah. to be more. And like, that could be long-term further down, right? Because that's the divide for him. First, he was told physically he's mm-hmm. unable, not able to do any of this. And he has no use to his family. 
found a new family where they told them, oh, you're perfectly acceptable the way you are, and we like these things about you, and you shouldn't want to be physically strong or anything anyways. And then what does he do after that, right? After he's disowned by them and pushed away by them and realizes it's all bullshit, does he revert back to, no, now I want to be physically stronger and better and blah, blah, blah. But again, that's just, I don't know, one of the potential arcs or, or things that you could revert back to. Yeah, there's a lot that this, that, that this uh, character can do. Um, but I think we've got the answers for everything that we need in order for our little role-playing segment well, that we do. Actually, no, we're missing... We're missing do you not agree? I, I do not agree, because we're missing your favorite part. <laughs> what? you got to come up with a name. The Oh, the God, the name. Yep, I know. This is, um, don't you come up with a name. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. The character's name. My name. I feel like I would have been given a new name in my cult. Okay. You know, my... my old name is as the name of the past um so i kind of want to hit on these p's again is everyone in this group's name start with a p yeah dude (laughs) yeah because then you can introduce yourself as i am blank of pat's poetic pacifists and we are here to help you i don't know and we're here to prove yeah (laughs) (laughs) and we're here to prove peace will prevail Oh my god, wait. Oh, oh. Do, Slogan. Does everything they do rhyme, or in some way, is it like a sol- soliloquy, or some form of poem, when they interact or talk? I mean, that sounds really, really awesome, but I think I'm going to be really, really bad at it. Not not you. Not, I'm not <laughs> saying you need to do it for this character, but I'm saying the group. Like, he, he's been out of this group for like five, or however, however long you want to say he's been out of this group. So he could be, you know kind of not good at it anymore and not necessarily do it himself but this group as a whole is that their shtick is that their thing yes that they <laughs> that they constantly are just like like i'm imagining an alliteration yes or not necessarily alliteration yeah. but like i'm imagining like west side story-esque fighting where they're just coming up snapping <laughs> and just like all of this yes. stuff and they, like, and then they constantly talk in like a npr public radio kind of Hey, yes. cool cats. We're here to calm you all down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And they all say just like really stupid shit. Like the so the one phrase in <laughs> that I keep thinking of as I'm creating this character is you you saw uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, right? I have. Have you seen that? Yes. yes. It's been a while, but yeah. Okay. So you remember you remember the college character that Emma Watson's character kind of falls in love with, and he's kind of, he's a side character, but he's got one line that's is oh god, what is it? It's, it's something like, um. I don't write my poems to speak to other people. I write my poems so that they speak to me, you know? And it's just like Ugh. the douchiest philosophical thing you can possibly say. And yeah, it makes you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit. <laughs> but that's how I imagine this entire group that he's joined. They just say stupid shit like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> nice. All right. So, everyone... so the name that he was given is Peter. Okay. So he is Peter. And there's no last name, right? They're just given a first name. They're almost kind of nope. like disciples. Like, and again, this is like I think we've made like a weird Jesus-like group of disciples and people that go around and try and pacify, but do it with poetry. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that's that's <laughs> fine. That is that great. And so, like, obviously, someone else in that group is named Paul. <laughs> but like, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so his name's Peter. He's a halfling. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, no, I think 
Uh, I think that's everything for him. Uh, the one thing I would say is what is he looking for now when he is going out? What is his first motivation when leaving? Why is he, why has he come to Podcastria? And for anyone that's, this is their first episode, Podcastria is the name of the town and or city that all of our, um, characters start in. They, they, they come into the, is it the CD Tavern? Is that what, that's what, that's what we call it, right? Um, it was the CD Tavern, based CD. on our old name. Yes, based <laughs> on the old name, which was character development, so it was CD. It was the CD Tavern. Um, or is it maybe yes. now just the RNG Tavern? Is it just the RNG Tavern? Let's, let's, let's make a decision. <laughs> I, still like, I still like CD. CD? Okay. It'll be an homage. We're paying, we're paying homage to our, our okay. past of okay. one episode. Yep, so the first, the first time we thought about this for the character development was the CD Tavern. All right, cool. So we have Peter that has entered the CD Tavern, and he is sitting down at the bar, and it is a, a kind of busy tavern. Um, the bartender is constantly running around and giving drinks and orders to different people, um, but you're kind of sitting off by yourself. Uh, off in like a the, like the dark kind of corner. Um, it, it's later in the evening. There's People are, are coming and going, but it, it's kind of been dying down. You've just been kind of sitting here, uh, just enjoying being out in, in, in public again for the first time. And, uh, yeah, and so the, the bartender's been bringing you drinks on and off uh, throughout the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, and so you see the bartender in a classic, like, apron and, like, dirty shirt come back over and uh, just ask you, uh, yeah. So, uh, do, you, do, you, <clears throat> do you need any refills? Uh, how, how, are you, how are you doing? You've... Uh, been uh, working on that last pint for a while uh you know in the world in the way of life sometimes we all need a little couple of refills you know but i'm doing i'm doing okay right now so 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 you don't want a refill i'm you're good you said you know refills are just like it's a choice that uh you know everyone's got to make at some point but uh you know, I think right now okay. where I where I currently am, yep. my my refill's good. No, okay, okay, okay. So you don't you don't need anything. That's all I needed. <laughs> I just need to know if you wanted a, <laughs> another drink or not. That's it. You're good. Okay, I'm leaving. I'm oh, gonna, I'm okay. I'm gonna go. Yep. Um, and so the bartender oh, walks. Man. The bartender walks away. Um, and then you're kind of left alone for a second. And then, kind of out of nowhere, a a a figure in in darker clothing sits down right next to you at the bar or at, at in your booth, and you feel a knife kind of pressed up against you. All right, now, don't make, don't make a scene. Don't make a scene. Everyone be cool, all right? Just give me all the gold that you have on you, and I won't have to gut you. All right? How about that? Uh, man, you know, like, I haven't dealt with, like, money in, uh, you know, a little bit of time. So I don't know if I am the right person to be, I don't, you know, prodding you, in the bag. You're, you're okay, but you're, you're, you've been paying for your drinks, all right? You got something. You have something on you, and I just want it. Just give me all of the money you have, and uh, we'll be fine. And you don't have to worry about getting cut, okay? All right, just just shut up and give me the money. Listen, man, like, you know, I just, I just, what led you to this point, man? Like, I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. You don't need to hurt me. Like, you, you, you want to sit, just sit down? <clears throat> I am sitting down, and obviously you're not going to hurt me, because I'm the one that's going to shiv you. to shut, like, give me, and I'm going to start, like, trying to feel around on, on your body. Oh, man, I kind of just, like, pat at your hand like I would, like, an annoying mosquito. I'm like, listen, man, like, 
can I? Can we just like talk like face to face? I feel like you're going about this the wrong way. You're not going to like the way this ends if you don't just 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 what? Just give me your money, man. Just give me your money. Listen, man, like, you're interesting and you're different, and I like that. You know, I, I think you and I, we can we can get along, but, you know, like, you're not going to get anything from me this way, man. Let's just, let's just talk. I don't, I don't have time to talk, right? I have to go. I have places to... If we talk, will you give me the money? Yeah, man. Okay, what do you want to talk about? So, like, why are you just trying to steal from me, man? I'm just, like, hanging out, and you come up here, and you're so, being so violent. I, 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 <laughs> I could have been a lot more violent, right? I could have actually just stabbed you and taken the money off your dead body. Could have done that, but I didn't. But I didn't. Um, yeah, because you're in, like, a like a busy bar, man. Like, you're not as dumb as you're, you look. You think anyone's going to notice? Think anyone's gonna notice in here if I just stab you a little bit and slit your throat and then leave you up against the wall? No. No, they think you're sleeping like any other drunk. Alright? Yeah, I mean, that might be true, but if you truly believed that, then you would have just killed me, man. You're making it really hard for me not to just do that right now. Alright, how much longer do we have to talk? Does this count? Does this count as talking? Can you give me back or just give me the money? No, man. You know, I feel like you can just, like, you know, fill the hole that you obviously had inside yourself with, you know, some charity work or something. If you help other people, what? they're probably also going to, you know, help you every once in a while, man. The hole I have inside myself? What the fuck? Yeah, man. No, no. I'm, the hole I have inside myself is that I want food. Is that I'm hungry, all right? That's the hole I have inside myself. Helping other people isn't going to make that go away. But gold will... Oh, you're hungry, man? Well, I can, you can just, you know, you've ever tried just basking? But that's what I'm, I'm doing right now. I did it with a knife. I asked you for the gold. Yeah, man, but you probably would have had more success if you just walked up to me and were like, Sir, I'm hungry. Can you spare some food for me? And I'd be like, you know what, man? I understand. I haven't eaten in a couple of years, and, you know, I've been gone for a while, Wait. and we can share a meal together. You you haven't eaten in a couple of years? Yeah, man. Just like seclusion, you know, man, like I just something had to get away for a little while. But you didn't you didn't eat while while you were secluded? Not much, man. Just like, you know, you know, the food doesn't bring me joy. I find that No, it brings you like sustenance so you don't die. Yeah, man. Okay, okay. So, so, do you want to just get, like, a, would you, you just want to order, like, a cheese platter, then? Like, you, you, you do that? You would, you would just order the food? I mean, yeah, man, we can just, like, hang out and talk, and I can teach you about this book that I wrote. Okay, okay, let's, let's calm down. All right, I don't, I don't, I don't need to hear about, uh, your, 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 your book, all right? I'm just, uh, fine. Listen, man, at, Every heart sings a song incomplete until another heart whispers back, man. What? That's... Yeah, man. I don't... Are you going to order food? Are we going to order food? I think, I think, um, 
and he puts the knife like kind of on the table and just sticks it into the table and and just kind of I'm gonna get the bartender right I'm gonna you're you're gonna cover this you're gonna pay you're gonna pay for food yeah man be a flamingo and a flock of pigeons man what does that even mean <laughs> I don't know man what does it mean to you words don't mean nothing to the speaker but they mean a lot to the listener are you listening. I, okay, we're going to order this food real quick, because I don't know how much more of the words that you're not hearing yourself say, but intend for me to be listening to, I can take. So, um, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go get the bartender. All right, man. (laughs) And scene. And scene. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, no, I think that I had was... To, I had to Google 223 best douchey quotes to come up with a couple of those <laughs> <laughs> on my own. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, no, that uh, <laughs> that was interesting. I I was trying to just give you, like, a, a really bold or, like, I don't know, out there, like, character to play off of. But then realized, I was like, okay, I don't want to be, you know, doing too much here. But that I think you did a really good job of you know trying to figure out what he actually wanted right and yeah and and just yeah uh what do you what do you think how did you feel playing peter i mean i enjoyed peter and i think that it's you know in in the context of what we're doing it's difficult to hit on every single thing that makes peter sure 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 sure. but but i feel like i did a good job on just the whole like Pippy pacifist thing especially with their looks like i think you know not to sound like i'm patting myself on the back but i think um <laughs> i sounded like someone who is wearing really baggy clothes and has sure. dreads in a soul patch yeah um <laughs> yeah. and um then you know just like um let me see let me see i was trying to drop the if you know yourself there's nothing yeah. left to know ideal just like into the conversation um, but I didn't. I forgot about that one. No, it's fine. I mean, well, that's um, to your point, right? You don't have to hit on everything in this small little interaction, right? I mean, I think from this interaction, you you can kind of get like, I mean, even from this something that we've never said that isn't a part of this, but came out in the role playing. He's cool and calm, right? He's he's not yeah. an in your face, get really aggressive or get angry. Like, it just kind of came out. It just makes sense that yeah, he's gonna be like in the middle of a fight. He's the whoa whoa whoa, everyone. Let's just. Let's take a step back. Let's like, and then that came out in this, right? And that's something that yeah. you you kind of naturally just stepped into because it makes sense with everything else we've set up here. That yeah, of course he's gonna when you get a not everyone's gonna react the same way when you get a knife put to you, right? And mm-hmm. he was never threatened. <laughs> he was never feeling like he wasn't in control in some way, shape, or form of the situation. So yeah, no, I think yeah, I think that's that was definitely a, a fun little interaction. Awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and no, and so I mean, I think from here moving forward, right, at this kind of at this place uh in in this tavern of some sort, maybe this rogue or maybe this interaction of some sort is somebody in this group, right? Maybe the the group that yeah, that, that's he, true. that that he interacts with in some way shape or form, maybe it's not exactly this interaction. Maybe there is a bar fight that started by 
the the drunken bartender or drunken uh, barbarian or drunken fighter that wants to prove themselves, and he goes up, and that's how he gets introduced, and he sees this these people as his test subjects or his you know his 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 chance at apostles, his chance at being able to to take these pages and put them into work. So yeah. I, I think that could be then because right, I mean he's 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 out here just trying to practice this lifestyle now, right? He realized at some point. It's easy to do in seclusion, but, you know, it's, I, I, I need to see what it feels like against other people. And what I think actually is really interesting is this flaw he has of I harbor dark, bloodthirsty thoughts that my isolation and meditation failed to quell. He could have not realized that yet, right? He, he could only, True. he could have yeah. that come out at some point when somebody pushes him the right way or something happens when he actually gets hit. Maybe when he gets hit for the first time, he just starts seeing red. And that's when it all comes out. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, he can be like, oh, God. I thought I was fixed and I'm, I'm not, what does this mean? Well, I'm out here now. Do I need to like, and that's again, boom. Now he's, what is he trying to do? Like, it's kind of that idea of everyone has a plan until they get hit in the face. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. Punch and, in the mouth. Mike and, Tyson. Yep. Great philosopher. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he does, he does have a way of getting into people's ears, right? He just really, you know, um, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> sorry um, that was delayed on my part. Yes, he does. He does. Um, but yeah, so no, I think that uh, I think that's fun, um, and I think again this is a, a, a fun take on the pacifist role. Uh, you're essentially a shitty fighting monk, right? And you're somebody that if, yep. if you need to try and hit someone, you can. But again, with the the archetype that you decided to to go with here of tranquility, you have healing type abilities that you can do as well as. Uh, different things that 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 gives you that makes you useful despite not being able to necessarily punch things really well yeah um yeah yeah, that's awesome i think peter's great i think i think peter's from pat's what the hell did i say (laughs) alliterations are hard pat's poetic from pat's poetic pacifists i think is a good character um i we encourage everyone who listens to this podcast to if you're attracted to a character that we created put them into a campaign flesh them out more than we already have and always let us know um, how that goes. I would yeah. love to know choices that are made with a character that we have created. I would, If you have to send me six pages of context for me to understand a choice you made, I will read it. Yeah. I'd be more than happy to. <laughs> also, um, if you... And then, as always... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, also, just tell us what we did wrong, right? If there's something that's like, oh, yes. well, that doesn't make sense and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, we, we're here for it, right? We're, we're trying to learn from this, too. We're just trying to flesh out characters that people would find interesting and have more of a backstory uh, to them. So if you have a, a thought of how we could have done this better, 100% send it our way. Yep. And any art, if, if there's some artists out there that okay. want to doodle while you listen to our podcast, um, send us some fan art. I would love to see these characters drawn as well. I would love to see the soul-patched, dreads, <laughs> baggy clothes wearing yep. character, well, halfling. And, and What's kind of fun with this Go is ahead. I think he's a halfling with dreads, right? Are the dreads longer than he is tall? <laughs> like it's possible. That that could totally be like he could just have these crazy long dreads that kind of just like drag behind him or that he just kind of plays with or like, you know, does like I think that would be an interesting look. Maybe that's um, how he heals people instead of healing hands. <laughs> oh, he takes God. the he t- he takes the um uh what the hell? I'm drawing a blank on the word. He takes the rubber band out of his hair and w- just waves his hair over someone and that's his healing hands. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really gross. Don't do um, that. But yeah, but no, I think this this visually could be a really interesting character to look at. Um, so yeah, definitely 
like Nate said, you've got art or stuff, you want to send it our way, um, please feel free. And then also, we're going to keep doing this and keep making a bunch of different characters. And like, like Nate brought this week, you know, this idea of a hermit monk. And that's how we started, right? And that's, that's how we, we started from there. And then we just kind of fleshed it all out after that. So if you have a few interesting backgrounds, classes, traits, or whatever things that you think would be interesting together, or maybe even you want to challenge us and think there's no way these make sense. There's no way these two things could ever line up. We will take your challenge. We will take it and we will make a character that makes sense and is interesting and will be fun to play. Um, So send it our way. So send send us any uh, ideas or examples of things that you want to see done. Um, And just where you should be sending all of this and directing all your attention is uh, we have a Gmail that is rngpcpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to send us any emails there. And also, uh, we're on social media. Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, our handle is rng underscore pc. Also, that's where you'll be able to find this character sheet uh, for Peter from Pat's Poetic Pacifists. Uh, we will upload uh, the character sheet with all this on it. And yeah, if you want to take that and run with it... Uh, as is, or if you want to update it and, you know, finesse it a little bit, we would love to see the changes you guys make. But other than that, I yes. I think that's all for this episode of RNG PC. Do you got anything else, Nate? I think that's it. I think uh, we have done the due diligence, as they say. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, until uh, next week, guys, uh, make sure you keep rolling and make sure you keep playing. Yep. Stay safe out there, everyone. <laughs>